0: Howdy there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this brand new episode of Zephyr at StyleZephyr.com. Happy early fall, sorry to say. We are on Labor Day here in Chicago, and uh, the weather is beautiful. Hoping everybody is uh, doing okay and faring well with the storms right now, but uh, super happy and super grateful that you're able to have a sit down with me right now enjoy the rest of the season. While you can, hoping you, uh, all your friends and family, everybody's doing really well, everybody is staying styled. Got a pretty cool uh, interview for you guys today, uh, spotlighting another uh, amazing female entrepreneur. On this today's uh, show, I've got the owner of Kiara out of Australia, my first international guest, and uh, Miss Kiara is going to be talking to me, uh, the owner, about the uh, social impact that uh, company Kiara aims to have empowering uh, girls and women as well as through uh, self-expression uh, through dance and how they are affecting and partnering with their uh, local communities through charities uh, making changes, connecting through fashion and social impact uh, with dance and dancewear. Chiara uh, talks to me about uh, the design and implementation of the different clothing and how um, through community and helping out others uh, you're not only able to have a great time with each other through dance but also uh, again promoting community and love and uh, donating through these amazing uh, charities uh, for uh, victims of uh, sex trafficking and uh, making sure everyone is uh, being safe but also having an incredibly good time together. Uh, You can take a look at their blog as well. Um, if you see anything at their website, uh, that's c-i-i-a-r-a dot com dot a-u. If you happen to see anything, I know I know that uh, I have a few uh, female dancers uh, in my circles. Uh, they do provide international shipping, and the clothing itself is beautiful. Take a look at it. Uh, you can give a look at their blog as well that they update on a regular basis. Um, as far as what's going on, they just had a, uh, a tea uh, like a... a uh, it was really cool, like a tea party. Uh, a handful of ladies had gotten together. I think they had uh, manicures and pedicures and the whole nine yards. And they're taking part also in local marathons and running and so on. So it is a great organization. We're gonna jump right on into it. Um, I'm so happy that I got this episode out. Having a few more ladies on the show is an incredibly important priority for me. So, that being said. This is Kevin. This is Style of Zephyr. Uh, this episode is also in the video format available over at the Nickelodeon page. So without further ado, let's jump on into this and remember to stay styled. And on behalf also of Alec Bradley uh, Rubin and the Alec Bradley Cigar Company, remember that you are living true. Let's do it.
1: Admit it, you've fallen into the Pinterest wormhole so many times it's not even funny. Okay, it's a little funny. Those fail photos couldn't have been further from the original. But your next project doesn't have to be a fail. At DIY Vinci, we curate kits for you with step-by-step instructions and video tutorials. Or if you're just looking for art supplies or even home decor, we've got that too. Discover what you could DIY at www.diyvinci.com. Your masterpiece starts here.
0: Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Style Zephyr at StyleZephyr.com and Style Zephyr HD. Uh, got a little bit of a time zone change with our uh, guest that we've got on today, but it's a it's a party. It's awesome, especially if you happen to love uh, civil engagement, but also if you are super passionate about dance. Uh, from the dancers from down under, uh, Miss uh, Chiara of Chiara Dance, Chiara, thank you so much for your time and for uh, being on board the Style Zephyr with me today. Hi
1: Kevin, thanks so much, so really excited to be chatting to you
0: tonight. Absolutely, my pleasure, yeah, it's uh, early morning for us in Chi-Town, it's uh, a little bit, uh, it's bedtime for you over there in Australia, (laughs) Uh, my first international guest, I'm super stoked and super thankful for your time, Uh, both of us are some uh, sleepy troopers, so we're going to hop right on into this, Um, like I mentioned, uh, Kiara itself, your company, your namesake, you are a dance company. I found you ladies on Facebook on, uh, and on Instagram as well. You've got some really, really powerful goals um, and some really powerful engagements. So as a quick intro for yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what got you interested in dance.
1: Okay. Well, as you mentioned, I'm Chiara and I'm the founder of Chiara. So we launched... Um, Really, really um, recently, so in May this year in Australia, but we actually do offer international um, shipping as well. And Kiara is a new Australian fashion label um, aimed at empowering women. So the the clothing is inspired by dance, as you mentioned, and I can chat about that in a little bit. But it's also, um, we design it in Australia and we make it overseas. But we're also a social impact brand. And what that means is that we donate half of profits to charities around the world that support uh, girls and women. Another moment, we're working with Blue Dragon Children's Charity. They're based in Hanoi, and we specifically support their work in rescuing and supporting girls um, and women who are victims of sex trafficking. So really excited to be working with them as well. Um, basically... I was inspired to start dancing a few years ago as a hobby, so some friends just dragged me to dancing, and dancing, um, what I've taken up is Latin dancing, so we're talking salsa dancing, bachata and zouk, and I believe salsa dancing is really big in, in America, um, really all Latin styles are, but um, it was just a hobby at the start, and then I found like one of my best friends moved overseas a couple of years ago, and we used to hang out a lot. Um, of the time and when he left I just had a lot of free time on my hands and it was one of those things where I wanted to jump into a hobby that really provided a sense of connection and community so I pretty much went from doing one class every month or so to literally doing five six nights a week of classes and social dancing so the difference being you do classes where you yeah you're obviously learning new moves and social dancing is they give it like a a club but you have set moves and it's partner dancing so the guy does some moves and you kind of follow as a girl but um Basically, that sort of inspired, um, when I was was thinking about social dancing, there's certain garments or clothing that you wear as a dancer that is really functional, um, but there's a lot of clothing that isn't. So, um, when you go social dancing, you want to move around, you want to look good as well, because dance is a lot about aesthetics. But um, a lot of the clothing you wear clubbing isn't quite appropriate because it doesn't sit right and it doesn't move properly when you're trying to do um, actual technical moves in dancing. So I realized firstly that there was a gap in the market. And then a couple of years ago when I was on holidays in Spain, it dawned on me. I mean, up to that point in my life, I had wanted to start a business and I had wanted to do something on my own. And I still actually have a full-time job to sustain this as well. But it Like it dawned on me that, hey, I think there really is a niche in this kind of product. And because I was and I still am my target market, I believe that there was. Um, And the social impact side has always been really important to me um, since growing up um, with my family, influence, and just the belief that you should always contribute to the community. So I knew from the very beginning that I wanted to create something that had a social impact. Um, And Following from that idea, I sort of, so that was two years ago almost, Um, at the start of last year I started working on the vision and working on a plan and it really just grew from there. So at the start I thought I knew I wanted to create a product with a social impact, how can I make this happen and then it really grew into the vision that we have now which is a really clear model about empowering women specifically and that has a very um, clear message around the, the donation and how we work with our charity partners.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Lots of information but it's also all incredibly powerful. Um, even to kind of like backtrack it a little bit more because, uh, again, it was a really phenomenal um, kind of like a flashpoint look at everything that's going on. Uh, Very unprofessional, very uncharming. I do have a cough drop in my mouth. Uh, Tis the season for some allergy issues, apparently. Um, As a younger lady, when you, uh, as you mentioned, like when you started, because I'm kind of, I'm checking out your product page and everything else. Um, When you were younger and you were at um, whatever age, like what had initially triggered that interest in dance, was it maybe just the creativity, was it the outlet, was the physicality? What it was it for you that made it personal and is uh what got you passionate about it?
1: I think at the start it really was just something to do. So it's like anything else when your friends say, Let's go to a bar, let's go drinking, you kind of say, Yeah, I'll just go indoor but when I really jumped into it, um the things that I found, that the first thing is the connection and I think that's why I chose Latin dancing, because it's all partner dancing and Latin dancing, as opposed to hip-hop or something that you do um, on your own. And so I think the first thing is the connection. So you, you have the, the community straight away. Um, I find dance, um, even if you have no friends, you can go to a new city and all of a sudden you have a whole bunch of new friends because it's, it really is a community. So I'll say the first thing is the connection with other people, and particularly with the partner dancing. But then it's also the connection with yourself, and that's where you have the mind-body connection. Um, it's that it's, um, I also like to do yoga, and that's also something another um, activity where it really is about that mind and body. Um, so you, the like some of the mental benefits with dancing, particularly when you do classes. Like you can just do really casual classes, or you can start training and do performances. So I do performances now as well, and I found I really like that mental training as well so you can, it's like learning anything that you learn you have to learn the steps and you have to train and you have to focus and you train as a team so you have that mental discipline and you're training yourself as well to learn something new and you have to connect that with your body so you have to tell tell your body do these steps like this use your left foot use your right foot do these kind of moves so it's that connection with your body too and so that mental um yeah that Mental, the mental benefits of learning something new and the connection with your body um, the physical side of it which obviously you're getting the cardio and you're actually moving around so that has its own benefits and then you're connecting with other people um, and you're making new friends all the time so it's there's a lot of things that to me to it and it's very easy to become addicted as well to dancing and sometimes you have to even step back a little bit because it's so easy to have fun in that environment. Um, as opposed to if I was going to boot camp or I used to do martial arts where I had to drag myself and psych myself up to go and um, train a few hours every night. With this, you actually want to go dancing. So you're getting all these benefits and you want to go but then you have to be sometimes mindful that it can really take up your life if you're not careful too. So finding that balance of, not having so much fun because literally in melbourne you can go dancing every single night monday to sunday that's how i was able to go six nights a week um so yeah right, even right now there's like three searches on that i could go to um so yeah you can choose to make as as big a, a part of your life as you want to and reap the benefits
0: sure and with with those benefits because <coughs> excuse me so i'm professional um with those benefits especially for women's empowerment Um, uh, I've mentioned before you've got these beautiful women that you work with Um, they look phenomenal Uh, the the clothing is great and I'm going to ask about that also (coughs) excuse me do you think that is for women especially when they want to express themselves with that physicality with the motor skills that it develops and so on um, if you wanted to go to a bar going to a bar has its own stigma you know do you want to Are you going out to dance? Are you going out to drink to get wasted? Are you going to just go out to get guys? Is it also, excuse me, is it also ultimately just having a really nice outlet for women to just, like you said, you can go out, you can dance, you're meeting people. Women don't really have too many outlets. Like where they say about men, you know, you go to a bar, go to a cigar lounge. There are some women at cigar lounges, but um, for that women's empowerment and for mental health and stress, Isn't it also just at the end of the day just a great outlet for women to have that for themselves also?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say so. Now, don't get me wrong. There are definitely a lot of guys that come into dancing, particularly partner dancing, to meet girls. <laughs> and if a lot of girls are go- going to meet guys too, that's that's perfectly normal. But the beauty with dancing is that there is once you're in it, you realize there are so many different styles as well, and you can find what you need in it. So, like, if you, as I said, you can choose not to do partner dancing. This is just my preference. But even within the partner dancing, there's some styles. This also, is really fast and um, you know, it's, it's a big cardio workout and you don't get as physically close um, say for some other styles like Zouk which is another style I do it's all about connection and you can go fast or slow but it's a lot more physically close so as a female I'd say you can find whatever you want in dance and absolutely the longer you are in the scene the safer it is it's almost like it definitely becomes like a family. Because if if you see the same people five nights a week and you're all dancing together, then it does feel like a family after a while. So yeah. it's certainly it's a safe environment. And when I started dancing, I'd go to the socials on my own because um, that's how you, you have to go social dancing to feel better, I'm, I'm not prepared, to get better. But I certainly didn't feel like I would if I'd gone to a bar on my own. It wasn't that, yeah, I definitely feel much safer going to dance because we, we know that the people that go to dance I mean, even if they are there to pick up or meet, make new friends, predominantly you are there to dance. Like, you, you don't really go to a dance social to want to sit out. Um, so it's certainly a safe environment for for us women to connect with ourselves and meet around and make new friends and, yeah, feel predominantly safe. And because you're part of that community, people do look out for each other. So sometimes you might uh, come across somebody that you're not comfortable dancing with or something's going on and then it, you chat to others and we do look out for each other um, and people have been banned from socials or from certain schools because they haven't been um, responding appropriately or acting appropriately with others. So certainly a safe environment for us to be in, I'll say.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and even then, like, for a safe environment because the clothing, and again, I'm looking at your product page, um, it's beautiful clothing. Um, again, it's kind of like, if I if I can say it respectfully, um, you're, you're combining, you know, the classiness, you've got the sexiness as far as what the dance itself conveys, but also, just as important, you've got phenomenal functionality. Um, the range of motion, the moving, as physical as you want to be with it, um, whether you're by yourself or with a partner, whatever kind of music you're listening to. Um, how did you, how, as time went on, how did you kind of develop the designs for everything? Did you get to do that yourself? Is it collaboration? How did you go about deciding what was going to work for what? If it was for the dance or just for the appearance?
1: Yep, so basically you've pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, the uh, I guess the aim of the products themselves is to um, allow the wearer to feel like they can move and to look good, um, to feel like you look beautiful and you look stylish, but it's functional and it feels good. Like fabrics are quality and breathable. Um, because I'm my target market and I've have been dancing so much as well in the last couple of years. I just, um, I've always been interested in fashion. I know that's a cliche as a female, but I've always been interested in fashion, and I pretty much just designed the things myself. Like I think about, so I tr- I've tried a lot of different um, outfits out dancing, and as I said, things that you might wear clubbing or out to a bar or something. So I've known what can work and what can't work. So little things like having an adjustable straps or having straps that go, like, um, that crisscross across the back rather than on the shoulder that falls down the side, like... And the skirts, having oh. the split on the side rather than having the split in the middle or no split because you need that movement. So little things like that. As a social dancer, um, I've just come up with the designs myself, and I kind of think about, as you said, how can you still look classy but sort of sexy as well? So the fabrics, the colours are pretty safe, like, we're sticking with black and red and white. Um, don't want really to go too crazy for the first season. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the fabrics I handpick myself. So I've got it I've done a couple of trips to China, met my manufacturers, um, handpicked the fabrics and then, yeah, design the things here. So I have a small team here and I'm not a tech like technically designing this in my background so I have to tell my designer, um, and she can make it up but I say, you know, I want this and this and this and this kind of lace or this um sort of a zip here and that kind of thing. So I basically, yeah, to ask you a question, I design the things myself and then I test them out. So all the samples that we receive, I test it on the social floor so I can see definitely what works and doesn't work. Um, As I have a few more people now helping me to grow this brand um, here and I have a set of team, we were chatting before a team in Singapore too. So if you're based in Singapore, you can have free delivery there. Um, but uh, I have a small team now, so I have people I can consult with for the next range. So I'm working on a few different samples, but... Um, Now I have some people I can ask, hey, what do you think of this color or what do you think of this cut? But the first season, everything that you see right now, I've just come up um, on my own, yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I mean, congratulations. Um, They look amazing. Um, The practicality of it is something that I never would have thought of. Um, Like you said, like behind the back look and everything. Um, That's actually an enormous thing, especially in bespoke tailoring for custom fitting a jacket, whether it's for men or women, so um, Mm -hmm. congratulations on that. Everything looks absolutely spectacular, congratulations to your ladies, Um, they look absolutely amazing in it. Um, We're going to take a quick break, we're coming up on that time. Um, We've got a little bit more to talk about as far as for, uh, again, being uh, for women, a huge thing is uh, your women's empowerment. Uh, So we've got, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Uh, Chiara of uh, Chiara Dance in uh, Australia. We're going to be right back with a quick break right after this. Stay with us. From Alec and Bradley cigars comes the second chapter of the second generation of tobacconists. Alec and Bradley Rubin feature their collaboration with industry legend Ernesto Perez-Carrillo with the new epic Gatekeeper. Nicaraguan, Ecuadorian, and Dominican tobaccos, perfectly aged in four different sizes. Protect the family. Protect the tradition. Alec and Bradley.com. Proudly paired with Style Zephyr to be true to you.
1: Welcome to Casa de Montecristo leading tobacco retailer in Chicago, Casa features a beautiful 3,700 square foot lounge with a VIP room, a conference room and theater for hosting your events as well. Their inventory features products from companies like Regius, Alec Bradley, Davidoff, Camacho, Romeo y Julieta, Ashton, My Father, and dozens more. Their aging room includes cigars as sold as pre-embargo. Pay them a visit at www.casademontecristo-chicago.com or cdmcigars.com, the home of the only online retailer. Proudly paired with style Zephyr.
0: And we are back. Thank you once again for joining me on StyleZephyr.com, StyleZephyr HD. And once again, (coughs) that time of the year, again, my apologies. I don't sound all that ruggedly dapper all that much today. Um, But incredibly thankful for our guest. Again, we are going uh, international for the first time. Uh, Miss Chiara from Chiara in Australia. Uh, Chiara, thank you again so much for your time and being with me today.
1: Thank you.
0: All right. (laughs) Um, A little bit more to talk about, plus it's going to be your bedtime really early in Chicago, (laughs) so we've got that across-the-world time zone going on. Um, As far as, um, and congratulations for all of your success so far, Um, the incredible designs and the clothing, um, amazing uh, performances, and uh, the dancing, uh, you can follow them on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Um, So much cool stuff going on. Um, Before we talk about kind of like more of like uh, even the entrepreneurial aspect Um, Again, you donate a good portion of your proceeds to charity. Um, Let's hit on that one more time and if you could tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Okay, so basically the model that we've gone with, to keep it really clear, is we donate half of profits to charities that support girls and women. And as I said, we support Blue Dragon Children's Charity, based in Hanoi. I'm Vietnamese, and that's why I have a personal connection to Vietnamese charities. And I visited the charity twice last year. It's a fantastic charity. They're registered. I'm pretty sure they're registered in Canada, in America, like in a few countries, including Australia and New Zealand as well, um, as a reputable charity. And specifically around their work to support girls and women that ha- are victims of sex trafficking. So, as I said, we donate half a profit at the moment. We're nowhere close to making a profit. <laughs> Hopefully soon. But in the interim, we just first donate ten percent off sales. Um, so we do that um, every quarter. We have a written agreement with them. And then if you go on our social media page, um, we do post about the impact. So I think uh, we posted an impact statement uh, maybe a week or so ago. And even in the proceeds over the last few months, we've managed to return one survivor home. We've managed to close um, a few new survivors and provide nutrition for a survivor for six months. So even the 10% of proceeds makes a big difference. Um, That's where every government makes a difference. At the moment, we're supporting one charity. Hopefully, there are a lot of ideas that I have for the future and anything around women empowerment, really. So our brand is more than just products. Um, We're really big on community, which is why I have a blog page and I've been posting blogs on there. We have a few guest bloggers as well. Um, just to post about everyday things, um, to inspire authentic living and really believing in yourself and being yourself um, and to connect with other women. So uh, you might have your um, thoughts, your everyday thoughts, and you don't realise until you put them in a vlog that everyone has the same thoughts as well. So it's about that connection and community. And we're also, as part of that, starting to run um, community events. So we have, if you're based in Melbourne, in Australia, we have our first Ladies' Afternoon Tea coming up. And that's really just a free event, um, it's about networking. We have three uh, sprint speakers, so uh, it's inspirational women, and really just to bring a community together. We've had some really good responses so far. So, as I said, partly a product, but mostly about community and empowerment.
0: Yeah, awesome, uh, I'm taking a look at the, uh, the blog right now, um, great layout, everything looks wonderful, uh, congratulations on that. Um, But again, I really, really wanted to make sure that we were hitting up on, uh, again, civil engagement, uh, giving back, and especially for uh, the ladies that have uh, gone through a lot of very difficult um, suffering times in their lives, making sure everyone is uh, safe and around uh, loved ones and so on, and it's like the community that you uh, encourage with dance itself, which is awesome. So um, folks, making sure that you're keeping that in mind as well, a wonderful product, but also a wonderful cause. Yeah,
1: and Blue Dragon as well they're fantastic they're really big on social media so if you follow their Facebook and Instagram pages um, and they have their monthly newsletter so they're very good at um, uh, bringing like yeah sharing their story and sharing their journey out there so you can certainly just follow them directly Blue Dragon Children's Charity in Hanoi
0: awesome wonderful yeah for sure um, everyone take a look uh, be involved be a part of the community Um, Even if we're a thousand miles apart, uh, we can all still share the same goals and the same vision, and that's just as important. Um, So, uh, again, I'm really glad that we wanted to uh, touch base on that again. Um, To the entrepreneurial side of it, um, again, I want to have a lot more uh, of a female uh, presence right now, just as ever. Um, And then for the folks who are also sharing the uh, attributes of being entrepreneurs, um, in starting a company like this, what would you offer as so far because I believe you're a relatively young brand still so far Um, I've got my own kind of uh, endeavors going on right now as a startup Um, for you personally um, as a a young lady um, and everything that you've got going on as far as your uh, engagement the way that you were raised um, so how you're being engaged in the community but also now serving a customer base um, what is some advice that you would give to the lady population who for some of them might have their own daydreams of one day doing their own Um, start up their own business and so on, but also for women's empowerment, um, what would be some advice that you would give as a business owner?
1: Okay, well, I think the first thing, and this is such a cliche, but you really have to believe in your vision and believe in yourself. And the key to that is you have to live like you mean it. So it's one thing for, I guess, um, even if you, yeah, like when you have doubts, you still have to take action, to, it's all like that chicken and egg thing, it's a cycle, so you have to really stick to your vision is the first thing. Um, I started this completely on my own and um, even my family didn't believe, like they didn't support me. I had some business partners that were potentially coming on board and they fell through. So really, I've been on this journey on my own and in an industry that I haven't had experience in before and there's obviously a lot of challenges starting a business. But each step of the way, I just really believe in the vision um, and my ability to follow through. But along with that, it means you have to take action. So it's, you can't just believe in something and then think it's going to fall into your lap. There's a lot of planning. I did spend three months on my business plan and you have to live like it's going to happen. So if you make a plan, you have to stick with it. even if. Um, and it's about making yourself accountable as well. Um, and that's that's that, it's all wrapped up together, believing in your vision but making yourself accountable to yourself and then the more people that you start talking to, you build momentum and you have to stick with it. I mean, I started working on the plan a year and a half ago. Um, so it's basically a year and a half from conception to launching the online site in May. Um, but I've spoken to some people and they've had ideas for five, 10 years and they haven't done anything. So and that's possibly a, a product of not believing yourself so much anymore, but also not taking the action. Um, and then trusting in the universe is the other key thing. Uh, it's, And I guess, I I would identify as a spiritual person and that means that you have to have faith and um, as you take action and you build momentum and you believe in yourself, things do happen for you and I won't go into all the things that have happened but starting in an industry where I haven't had experience and finding manufacturers, I didn't even know where to start and making my first trip to China last minute, I I didn't even know if I was going to find anyone. Um, You have to have that faith and that trust in the universe along the way. And I think um, bringing back to your question about being a female business owner as well, that taps a lot into our feminine energy. And um, like where we, I think, and this might be a generalization, but I say generally females, we have a naturally stronger intuition and natural ability to empathize. That comes with our nurturing instincts. And I think if we capitalize on that and we can use that to connect with others, um, then that can be our strength. Um, we can use this to make really good decision, um, business decisions, and particularly because every business needs people. Um, even if I have no business partners, every person I've come, even our manufacturers or people that have supported us, come to our events. They're still people, and we, um, by using that, I guess that feminine um, intuition and that ability to empathize and connect with others, we can leverage that. To um yeah to make good decisions and to build a network around our brand and our business and that's the I really strongly believe that to achieve anything in life you, you definitely need a community you can't I mean we're not hermits living in the mountains we we need people to help us and and as we build those relationships people come to us and I've had a lot of people um up to this point just literally coming out of the woodworks um to offer their support and offer services or offer something when I wasn't looking for it or when I didn't even realize I needed that. And then two weeks later, I realized I needed that person. And that's a bit of that. It's everything linked in, so that faith in the universe and then using that intuition to, and that energy that you um, put out there as um, it's um, you know, the energy where you want to connect and you you want to um, nurture um that yeah that being being a female that's that's what our power is as a business owner um by using that we can then bring the things that we want into our life at the same time um, we obviously need to use our um our like our, our brains as well and make good logical decisions that's still something i mean that's just general for everybody but if we're talking specifically for females i'd say using that that feminine energy intuition relationships connection yeah to
0: bring Absolutely. us forward i mean excuse me there are some people in the world right now who there's that, <coughs> there's a new like mindset and new outlook where you know and of course I think we I think we should adapt it to a point of don't be afraid of failures either and that's for men or women um, but like you said for using that uh, female intuition which um, I think that's a great mindset and a great philosophy um <coughs> excuse me even first when you are in a startup position though you can only afford to make so many mistakes like learn and learn this fast like if you're going to be as fiery hell-bent and passionate about learning this um be prepared to be really open-minded um i've already taken a lot of criticism myself as well um but i've been taking it from the right people which is just as important um but again like be (coughs) excuse me be willing to be open to screwing something up but also you know don't be afraid of failure but also don't abuse don't abuse that, like you know. You know, a startup has startup costs, whether it's uh, legal or whether it's manufacturing, whether it's personnel, operations, what have you. Um, don't do it too much, right? Like, don't celebrate those mistakes too much. Like, learn. Yeah. Like, learn it, but be ready to keep on moving. Um, yeah. So awesome! Uh, thank you so much for your feedback and input. It's awesome. Um, yourself and then uh, a friend of mine, Kat Secor. She's in Vegas. Uh, a female trainer a friend of mine, Mary Saran, I've had her on my show, um, female artist, and a few other uh, ladies I have kind of in the pipeline, so um, phenomenal to hear the different uh, perspectives and lifestyle uh, styles in terms of how that makes your decision-making process. Um, We're going to kind of wind down, uh, because again, as far as for the slight time difference, we're a few minutes apart, and one of our days is starting, the others is ending, so I'm going to make sure you get your beauty rest as well. Um, In terms of happenings in the company, either on a today or a tomorrow basis, um, what's going on with Kiara right now?
1: Well, as I said, we are working on our first community event. So bear in mind, we're very new. We launched literally three months ago, (laughs) but less than three months ago, um, where we have our first ladies' afternoon tea um, in Melbourne, and then we're looking to run events in other cities in Australia first. But our other base is Singapore. So if you are based in Asia, you can um, get in touch and we can um, organise a fitting or something else for you in Asia. We have um, presence at dance festivals um, over the next few months. So what that means is we have pop-up stalls. um, Firstly in Australia, so we have one coming up in Sydney um, in October. That's a salsa festival, salsa mumbo festival. We have a couple of festivals, one in um, Melbourne in February and then one in Singapore the week after that. So that's where we actually have a physical up stall, but other than that, just um yeah working yeah working on a few exciting collaborations um with bloggers and and more um, dance structures and festivals in different ways. So potentially we might um, start doing a bit of festival merchandising as well um, as a separate product line. But really, just trying to build that community. So wanting to make sure that everyone, even yourself and even your listeners, we want everyone to feel like they're part of a journey that's bigger than themselves. So anyone that hears about us and even just if it means inspiring. So we also um, recently spoke at another fundraising event. It's just about building that exposure, that inspiring people, as you said, to follow their vision and to make things happen, in whatever that means for them.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, congratulations to you. Um, and, I mean, I know I've said it a few times already, but it can't go without you know, saying too much. Um, everything looks wonderful. Um, your ladies that you are working with, they look wonderful. The clothing, the product, everything looks wonderful. The social media looks fantastic. I mean, hell, here we are. Um, thank you, Instagram. Um, so I'm incredibly thankful um, for all of your patience with trying to schedule everything. Um, and then just gradually, um, like I said, when if the day comes for you accrue your millions and you want to make a swift donation, Zephyr um, <laughs> will be here for you. It is not tax-deductible yet, but it soon will be, I'm sure. But... Um, here we're going to be winding this down. Um, thank you so much. Like I said, you are my first international guest. Um, you have a beautiful company. You have a wonderful cause um, for all the ladies and the women and the girls out there. Um, trying to give them all a voice, making sure that everyone is safe, everyone is uh, comfortable and around loved ones. Um, and if you're in the position of doing what you love, uh, in this instance, dance, um, you're around friends and friends and who might feel like family. Um, it's uh, it's love, it's empowerment, uh, feeling your, you know, feel your fire, like uh, Kat and I have talked about with the uh, women going to the gym and feeling better about themselves, uh, leadership positions, inspiring others, um, and taking your dreams and your visions to your next level. So, uh, Kiara, thank you so much for your time. Thank
1: you. That was really great. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you so much. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, go over to kiara.com.au, is that correct? Uh, That's correct. Cool. Yep, um,
1: Kiara. C-double-I-A-R-A.
0: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, check out the blog. Take a look at the uh, the garments that are available. Um, right. You've got the international shipping. So. And
1: yep, And Instagram and Facebook, we are Kiara Dance. Yeah. Awesome. And international shipping because of the currency, the exchange rates. It's really cheap to mm-hmm. to America.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so in in this in this day of everything going on, with all that, it's take advantage of it while you can. So, um, again, thank you so much for your time. Um, Everyone, take a look at uh, if you're going to take up something new, uh, love, passion, uh, vision, dance, helping someone else out at the same time, and that's what it's all about. So, until next time, I've got Kiara Dance uh, from Australia with StyleZephyr.com. And until next time, make sure that you are staying true to you. Take care.
1: Bye.